Hey there, welcome to the Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. As always, any links mentioned in the episode will be listed in the show notes. Enjoy. In this video, I'm going to give you five powerful strategies for slashing your restaurant costs. In the last video, I mentioned my wife and I had visited Boise, Idaho, and that some of the bars and restaurants were packed, while others only had like four people in them. So if you haven't watched that video yet, you might want to go check it out. I give seven strategies in that video for growing your sales and your regulars. And when it comes down to it, I believe that growing sales trumps cutting costs. Because if you look at those restaurants that had like four people in them, it doesn't matter how much you cut your costs. You need people in order to make money. As the saying goes, sales fixes everything. All right, by the way, how you doing today? It is Dave Allred, the real barman here from barpatrol.net and therealbarman.com. If this is your first time here, you might want to subscribe to this channel because I give in-depth tips, tricks, and strategies on how to run a world-class business, and I want to share them with you because, well, I love you. All right, with that said, back to the people I was discussing. Once you have the people coming in, you do need cost-cutting strategies to avoid bleeding out all that money you're finally making. All right, so don't, don't get me wrong here. You need both sides, increasing sales and cutting costs to be successful, but you need people in sales first. And the last thing I'm going to say before we get started with the strategies, yes, you need to focus on all these technical aspects that we're talking about today on running a business. Uh, but most importantly, as an owner or manager, if you will just come in each and every day with enthusiasm and project a sense of leadership to your staff, you will overcome so much struggle when it comes to making both your staff and your guests happy. Okay, the technical stuff is more concrete and systemized and easier to implement. But your mood swings and your low energy and your sulking attitude, they're going to destroy your business faster than roadkill. Okay, so pay attention to what you're doing there. Okay, you get the point. So let's move on to the technical stuff and these five strategies for slashing your bar and restaurant costs. Okay, strategy number one, strategy number one track your inventory. And there's a reason that this is number one on the list, and it's because more money is lost through shrinkage and waste and overpours in your bar than any other area. The industry standard here is a 25% loss, which means every fourth drink is free. And that is crazy. Okay, I've been doing inventory for years. I started Bar Patrol as a bar inventory auditing business, and I've taken thousands of inventories, and every bar I've ever worked with was bleeding money when I got there. There is no exceptions. So if you're one of those owners who's like, ah, my bartenders are great. They're, they're pretty honest. They don't steal. And even if they do, you know, it's only like a little bit. Hogwash. I've been doing this a long time. I'm going to tell you right now, if you aren't tracking your inventory, they're stealing from you in the form of overpours and free drinks. It's happening. Just saying. All right. So you need to track your inventory and you need to let the bartenders know that you're tracking your inventory or they're not going to stop. Okay, nobody stops doing something unless they know they're being watched. That's just a fact. Uh, and to do this, you're going to need a modern inventory system like Bar Patrol app that counts fast, it counts accurate, it can tell you down to the one one hundredth of an ounce how much each and every brand is being overpoured. You can't use Excel spread. <laughs> having trouble talking today. You can't use Excel spreadsheets for this. Okay, for more on that, you can visit our site at barbatrol.net, or you can find another inventory system. 
I don't care. That works just fine. Just make sure you do it and make sure you do it on a regular basis. Okay, don't be a slacker. You're a slacker. Do you want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? All right, strategy number two, use technology. And that's right. All you old school people are cringing right now like you're the wicked witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz and that tin man throws water on you and you shrink. If you're young, you won't get that. But uh, with how fast the world's moving, this is an adapt or die situation. Okay, you can't keep up with the competition if you don't use technology because they will all be doing things faster, more efficiently, with better results, and they will have tools that will help them launch their return on investment way past what you can do with your old school methods. All right, and your best choice here is to get a great POS system that can do like 90% of the technology things so you don't have to get a bunch of individual components to run your business. Okay, with a great POS system, you can do things like employee scheduling, inventory management, you can build a loyalty program, you can have the QR code order and pay at the table systems, faster accounting, uh, fantastic reporting and analytics, which are gonna identify all sorts of data to increase your profits and reduce your costs. Okay, if you're in the market for a new POS system, you can click up here and that's gonna take you to our restaurant POS guide where there's articles and resources to help you pick the right POS, POS system for you and your business. Okay, strategy number three, menu analysis. All right, what do I mean by that? Well, when we first have the dream to run our own restaurant, okay, one of those visions, of course, is, you know, what are we gonna, what's gonna be on the menu? How are we gonna build this menu? And all these exciting thoughts of recipes and concoction, concoctions, beautifully crafted dishes just dance up in your head, and without thought to cost or complexity, you build a menu that's both costly and wasteful and possibly not even right for your target customer. You've built a menu for you. All right, it's your perfect menu, but maybe it's not the perfect menu for your local target market. Okay, unfortunately, you know, you're going to find out that there are very, very few people like you. You're few and far between. And I'm sure it's for the better. I'm sure you're amazing. But by analyzing the menu, we can tighten it up and we can save a boatload of money. Okay, first off, if you have one of those big ass menus like Cheesecake Factory does, you need to trim it down. A big menu leads to waste because it has too many ingredients to order and try to use them before they go bad. Plus, guests hate making decisions on what to eat and you just made it harder by providing 112 options for them. Okay, I have a video on that topic as well if you want to go watch it. All right, so you want to create a menu that uses like ingredients as much as you can to streamline your ordering and reduce your waste. It doesn't mean you have to make your menu boring or lifeless. Okay, but consolidate ingredients as much as you can. In, in addition, we just talked about POS systems and reporting and analytics. With a good system like Lightspeed, for instance, which is my number one POS system, with their magic quadrant, you can see and you can view the menu items which are the most popular as well as which menu items actually get the guests to come back again as well as which menu items are not popular or selling at all. How unbelievable is that? Okay, this way you can remove your piece of crap dishes that only you like and replace them with home run dishes. This is a monster game changer when it comes to building a menu that makes money. Okay, in addition, with menu engineering techniques, you can guide and persuade your guests to the most profitable menu items, which is good for the old pocketbook, of course. Okay, I have a video on menu engineering as well, and you can go check that out. Whew, getting tired. Strategy number four, master your labor, okay? Labor is one of the major costs of running a restaurant, of course. Approximately 30 to 35% of your expenses come from labor costs. So you need to do what you can to lower it. 
All right, we already talked about scheduling wisely. That means staggering your scheduling so you don't bring everyone in early when there's very few guests there. All right, you stagger their end times to spread them out and save on wages. And the same thing goes for when you get slow, all right, and you're, and you're starting to get toward closing time, you need to cut the floor. All right, but it also means scheduling your strongest servers during busy times so you get the best customer service and table turn time, which maximizes your sales and gets those guests to come back again and again because they had such great service, which is mega important because if we can get them to come back at least three times, there is a 77% chance that they're going to become a regular. Okay. Now, if you don't have a great POS system to do scheduling, you can easily sign up for something like Seven Shifts, which is really cool. Uh, it has all sorts of, of amazing features to help you make uh, the schedule, and, and you end up being more efficient. You save money, you save time. The employees can get on there and actually put their shifts up for grab. People can pick them up. It just makes your life a whole lot easier. Okay. And then um, for for the last thing on saving labor, I would also train your employees to be hybrids. Okay, train your busters to also serve. Train your servers how to make drinks behind the bar. Train your bartenders to do busser jobs. Cross-train them, and then you can schedule just about anyone for any position, and you might even have to, I'm sorry, you might even be able to schedule fewer employees if they can do multiple jobs at once. All right, they call this being a smart Steve. All right, finally, strategy number five, negotiate with your vendors. And having worked in this industry for years, I can tell you that vendors will fight you for a business. Okay, the food, beer, liquor, and wine reps are being pressured by their bosses to land and retain as many accounts as they can. So they want your business and they don't want to lose you. That's good news for you because it means you can play vendors and suppliers against each other. Okay, now at the same time, don't get, don't, don't get too cocky here. Okay, building positive relationships with your vendors is the goal because when you're in a pinch, and like you desperately need something, the vendors that come through for you are the ones that you've treated right and the ones that you build a relationship with. Okay, so gather a list of suppliers in your area for each product type for food, beer, liquor, and wine and start researching their pricing. And I know sometimes it's hard because some of the major players like US Foods simply make it easier and they have everything you need. So it's difficult sometimes to go to a smaller local supplier, but at least check out the options, okay? It might be so much lower that it's better for you, okay? I found that playing the suppliers against each other on the bar side is much easier because I'll tell like the Coors Light rep that I'm putting Bud Light on draft because they offer me this discount and they provided free cases or swag and immediately Coors Light will suddenly match or beat that offer. Okay, same things goes with the wine and the liquor. Carry the brands that give you the best deals and then play them against each other with the other reps. Okay, and then the last thing I'll say with the suppliers is get as much free swag as you can. Okay, because it's fun. Swag being free stuff like t-shirts and hats and coasters and beer cozies. With these things, you can hold like small contests in your bar. Or if you have like a trivia night, you can give away prizes and people get all excited about it. Okay. Also, many suppliers will give you free samples of their beer or their liquor or their wine brands uh, that they carry. They're, they're trying something new and they say, here, we're just going to give this to you. Well, you can pour them off just as cheap whatever uh, to your guests. They're going to be all excited to get like a nice bargain and it's all profit for you because it's free. All right. So do your best to work on your negotiating skills as well as your relationship building skills in case you're an a-hole and be willing to walk away once in a while. They're going to know that you're a BSer, and they're going to stop giving in because they know that you never walk away from a deal. Okay, so you, got, you have to work on your negotiating skills. 
Okay, so I know that was a lot. I hope this helps you out when it comes to cutting costs and increasing your profits, which is what we're striving for in this crazy industry we work in. Uh, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm going to see you next time. I am out.